0: To Gen X and Gen Z Talk Reality TV. I'm Hannah.
1: And I'm Alex.
0: And today we are recapping Survivor. 44, episode 3. What'd you think, Han? I was excited about this episode because I have a lot to say. Not excited in a way where I'm like really pleased with what happened.
1: I was pretty happy to be seeing all the personalities of everyone. I feel like on a lot of like older seasons, I don't really get to know the people until like the merge. And I feel like I pretty much am invested in all the players so far
0: now. That's so true. This episode made me realize how much I actually like this cast. Same.
1: I was really surprised. I mean, even like Kane, who I was really worried about in the beginning, has such a surprising personality and quirkiness.
0: See, I told you there was something about Kane. <laughs> I pointed it out first episode. Him and Jeff are like long-lost brothers with their obsession with their swords. I know it will night me. That
1: was hilarious. Seeing some things that we've never seen before. It's just amazing to me how people keep getting these crazy ideas. How has Dungeons and Dragons never come up before?
0: I know. You know what? I just realized we thought Carson was just the reigning nerd, but there's actually one on each tribe. Like Kane is one and Matt is one,
1: or more than one. Because I think, does Franny count as a nerd too?
0: Yes, but I love Franny. Yeah.
1: And I think even Matthew counts as a nerd a little bit. Maybe that's the theme. We oh were- my <laughs> gosh. You're <laughs> totally right. Because
0: we were like, survivors so and do themes anymore. We found our theme. Yeah. Because Jamie's a little bit of a nerd too. Oh, God, I have some thoughts on Jamie. Jamie reminds me of, like, a high school counselor who's like, come on, don't you want to get involved in
1: activities? It'll be really fun. She seems to be high on life, though, which I kind of
0: appreciate. Okay, but she just, like, thinks that her and Matt are in this... Alliance. For me I just had this whole thing going of like she has this secret crush on Matt who's like the mysterious art teacher and she's the guidance counselor and she thinks they're in love but he actually has a wife at home.
1: I know that whole thing kind of terrifies me. I mean plant daddy I was like oh and then we were trying to figure out alliances and then we're like yeah for sure Jamie and Matthew are working together and it really seemed that way and then to come to find out he's kind of terrifying because
0: he's gonna stab his greatest ally in the back. Okay yeah but we were right because last episode we were like there has to be something more going on with Orange because we haven't seen these alliances so we are right there there is like they're really close. Yeah bonding over the plants. And I do have to say since we're on the Orange tribe I did appreciate getting to know more about Brandon's backstory and I feel like I am literally the person he was speaking at when he was like, people just think I'm an athlete, like classic jock, arrogant, whatever, because I definitely pegged him as that in the first few episodes. And I take it back and I'm happy to know more about him now.
1: Yeah, I I loved that, too. But I kind of was always a Brandon fan. So, yeah. But I love the the backstory also.
0: Okay, I feel like I have to say this first and I can't wait till later on in the episode because I'm just like kind of boiling about it. (sighs) I just I just got so upset when Jeff tells everyone to come into the challenge and says getting your first look at who got voted out and it was Helen. I noticed that the camera flashed to like three or four girls on each of the tribes looking surprised and shocked and kind of mad. And I noticed this the other time where Maddie was voted out and it zoomed into Franny and Franny like looked upset by that and I don't think it's just a coincidence that they're showing all the girls looking upset and like it's just been girls voted out. And that's what happened last season too. At the beginning, it was just girl after girl after girl. And so while I was watching, I was like, okay, you see that it's another girl. Are you going to do something about it? Or are you going to continue to be shocked when you should know that this is how it goes unless you guys band together? So that's why I was just like kind of upset at this episode because Claire goes home and I really didn't want her to go home because I think I know she's been sitting out of all the challenges, but it's like she's in a really hard position there because her whole tribe agreed that she should be sitting out of challenges. And then they just blame that on her. Like, well, Claire doesn't really contribute anything to the tribe. She does not play in challenges. She's she's the weakest one. First of all, you don't know if she's the weakest one because you haven't seen her do anything and you have like pretty much forced her to not do anything and then blame her for not doing anything.
1: So yeah, I felt like I was happy she was able to say that at the tribal, but also I feel like she did self-proclaim herself chief laziness officer at the last episode, and I feel like they did ask her at this challenge, hey, we've got to be jumping up on things. Do you think that you could handle that? And I feel like maybe she's just too laid back. I have a whole lot of thoughts too. It was not a surprise for me that she was going home because somebody has to go home and it just, it definitely was going to be her. She didn't seem to fight to want to be there.
0: Yeah, I I see what you're saying. I feel like there was a small chance for her when everyone was discussing the votes, but she really oh i was like yelling at the tv because so after they come back from the challenge and they lose and they know they're going to tribal her and danny are talking and she's like saying how bad she feels that they lost but like saying that it was the right decision for her to sit out and in that moment she should have advocated for herself and been like me sitting out doesn't correlate to your win or loss you see what i'm saying because there was a slight chance where it seemed like josh could have went home and she should have used that. So this is why I'm not as upset with you
1: about Claire going home. I totally get the fact that it is very annoying that it seems like the women get voted out first, and I do think that that's a problem, but I think it's a separate issue because, like you, I agree that Claire potentially had some arguments as to why she shouldn't have gone home, but For example, when she was talking to Franny on the beach and she was, they were all telling her like, it's going to be Matt, it's going to be Matt to pacify her. She was making a case to Franny of why they would get Matt out. And I was like, Claire, that is not going to align with Franny's game at all.
0: I know. It's like, know your audience.
1: Exactly. So I was like, you needed to like yes bond with franny and maybe you franny and heidi could have come up with a way of like why it would be important to keep a a women's alliance or why it would be important for them to work together as opposed to like franny's never going against matt
0: you're right because i did notice that franny was really trying to save claire and after claire made a pitch to get out matt franny was like no i think matt will listen to us which I think is true. Matt will listen to Franny. Obviously. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. But that's true. And then I thought Franny also had a really good point when she was talking to Heidi and Danny and she was like, we can change the fact That Claire's not competing in challenges, but we can't change the fact that we don't know where Josh's head is at. So I feel like Franny was doing the work and then she probably just like gave up towards the end. Like, okay, well, if you're not going to fight for yourself, I can't do it for you.
1: Yeah. And honestly, I was a little bit surprised that it was a unanimous for zero vote but I think you're right I think that's what happened that maybe Franny just gave up but I was thinking about it because Matt didn't vote and because Claire played her shot in the dark I think Claire could have had a better chance than she thought because then it would have been like a 2-2 if it was Heidi and Franny against Josh and Danny and then it would have gone to a revote. It could have been one Josh, one Claire would have gone to a revote and then the girls would have had it. So she wasn't, I think, as far away as maybe she thought. I also though understand the whole idea, you know, at the beginning, keeping your your tribe strong. It does seem like Josh is a strong player. So we sit here like Jeff says and, and say, hey, what we would have done. But I guess when you have like someone that has really not wanted to play and we don't know what she does around camp, maybe at the beginning it makes sense.
0: Literally Jeff subtweeting all the Survivor Recap podcasts with saying, stop talking about what you would do if you were out here and just come do it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, it, it looks hard to me though. So there's no disrespect. They're definitely working hard out there. All right. So just kind of like wrapping this up, with the whole Franny Claire situation then I do have to say yeah maybe you're right it's a separate issue with the girls going home and then Claire's specific situation because I I do think that happens a lot where I feel like Franny would want to keep all girls strong but it comes to a point where then we've seen this happen a lot in Survivor. Say Franny just really kept advocating for Claire to stay and like trying to put her, Claire and Heidi all together. That would have gotten back to other people and then Franny herself could have become a target. So I feel like maybe that's also why she tried to fight for Claire and then just kind of backed away because she was like, well, I want to save you, but I'd rather save myself.
1: Yeah, the dynamics of how Danny is playing. I think Danny is playing a really great game. And uh I think there's like a lot of subtext going on. Danny
0: is exactly like Tony with him just crawling through the woods.
1: Yeah, it is it is pretty fun to watch. Yeah, Danny and Heidi as an alliance seems great. So maybe when Claire was just trying to lean on the relationship she had with Heidi, I I feel like Heidi's a player and I feel like she just thinks Danny right now is a stronger ally than Claire would have been. And quite honestly. I think she's right.
0: Yeah, I think you're right about that. I like Heidi. I'm glad we're getting to see more of her. And I think that that will be really smart to almost use Danny as a shield because later on in the game, I'm sure he'll be really great at challenges and he'll probably be winning them. But if she can just kind of like use him to slide by but be the brains behind everything, I think that'll be good.
1: Yeah, I literally am happy to watch every single one of these players. I think they all have interesting games and interesting things going on around them. I did want to kind of ask what you thought about the puzzle at the challenge, because when Jeff was saying about how this is a puzzle we've done before, and I know that the purple team totally came in last and i was thinking if the purple team can just get to the puzzle carson's got it because he would definitely have already done this puzzle on his 3d printer
0: and the fact that he didn't do it yeah and jeff jeff's like (laughs) jeff's like mocking them when he was narrating the challenge he was like has anyone created this at home
1: I know I was really surprised that Carson didn't have it solved in three seconds I was like oh I guess this didn't make your list Carson and I was totally I'm gonna admit rooting for the purple team I don't actually have a favorite team but I really didn't want the purple to lose another tribe mate so in terms of like green having to lose a tribe mate I mean they had six so that was okay I guess
0: That's exactly how I felt. I was rooting for Purple because I was like, they have had a rough start with especially Bruce going home. And I do think it's interesting, though. It normally doesn't work out like this where it's been three episodes and then every tribe has taken a turn going to tribal. Yeah,
1: all the tribes are working pretty good together. They seem to really be bonding
0: The other thing about the challenge is that Matt is injured still with his shoulder, and he even said that he was in pain, and I'm like, why is Lauren sitting out, though, and not Matt? Why do the girls always have to sit out? Like, they'd rather have Matt, who's injured, compete and hurt himself more than have Lauren? Like, why don't the girls want to compete, and why don't the tribe members encourage them to?
1: I don't know, but when Matt wanted his tribe to stop, he said, my, guys, my shoulder. I'm thinking, come on, you got to compete. Keep going. I didn't even think about the fact that Lauren was sitting out. Maybe it's because he didn't know it was injured and it just got re-injured, which actually stinks for him.
0: Yeah. My favorite part of probably the whole entire episode was during the challenge when Jam Jam was carrying a piece of the huge puzzle and Jeff was like not paying attention to him and was like commentating on something else and Jam Jam like he's huffing and puffing carrying this puzzle piece and he goes Jam Jam carrying the entire puzzle by himself and then Jeff looks over at him and he's like Jam Jam narrating the challenge himself. I
1: know this is what I mean these char- these characters these people are so fun to watch like all of them are so quirky even when the show starts and Carolyn was talking about how she survived the vote and didn't have to play the idol and she was so happy and she goes playing survivor now with two different shoes (laughs) so funny okay so the one thing that just crushed me you said that was one of your favorite parts of the episode the part of the episode that literally crushed me was when Matt finds the hidden immunity quote unquote idol and he says This game has been going so bad for me until now, and I'm like, no, Matt, the game is still going really bad for you.
0: I I know. We talked about how Matt, ever since the beginning of episode one, has just been manifesting his demise. Like, he's lost two votes. He's going through all this relationship struggles on the beach, and like, of course, Matt is the one to find the fake idol. I
1: know when Danny put it in there, I was literally saying to the TV, anyone but Matt, please don't let Matt find it. Please don't let Matt find the the key. And of course, Matt finds the key. Do you think that like it's believable that that's an idol? I mean, do you think someone could be suspect because it is a tiny little coin? And that's the other thing that I was wondering was Danny the one who tied that green bow on it? Yeah. So he tied the bow, which I think is how he originally found the key. So I felt like he was just using things over again. But honestly, the whole Danny thing too, about how lazy his tribe was and it's like, come on you people, you're on Survivor. Like that is probably Tony, right? It's Tony incarnated.
0: Yeah. He literally told them exactly where to look. He goes, come on, you got to like get down there and and dig right there. Like he practically told, I'm surprised no one caught on like, wow, I found it right where he said.
1: Move some leaves around.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to know your thoughts on this. So Matt finds this fake idol, but he thinks it's real. And then Matt tells Josh that he has the idol. And then Josh says, I think this was just like Josh in an interview, was talking about how... Matt and Franny were the easy targets of the tribe but now that Matt has an idol Josh wants to keep him around and he's not really a target anymore which I found that odd because I feel like normally when someone has an advantage or an idol it's like we should get them out to flush that but Josh is like thinking that makes him less
1: of a target. So I totally noted that also when I was watching, and I feel like that's kind of old school Survivor, where if they have an idol, then it's like, ooh, we have to kind of stay away from them. Where I think you're right, I think more recently it's been like, oh, if they have an idol, you have to go after them and flush it out. I did think it was interesting, though, that Danny was trying to get Matt to be the target and announce that he had the idol. And I thought Matt handled it well because he said to Danny, hey, I have it, but don't tell Josh. But then he went and told Josh, which I thought was great.
0: Okay. I feel like Matt just did that though, because he sucks at lying. Like we've seen him. He told everyone about losing his votes. And I feel like he just got nervous because him and Josh are really not that close. And that was my thing. Other thing with Josh too, is like, I get it. If you're ride or die, finds an idol. It's like, okay, cool. This can protect both of us. But Josh has to know that Matt's ride or die is Franny. So like Matt having an idol is probably not going to help you, Josh.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I felt like maybe Matt and Josh were closer than we thought, which I actually like that because I want Matt and Franny to stay around. So I want them to have more allies. And so I'm kind of rooting for the fact that josh and matt are closer than we originally know
0: yeah so i guess josh next time they go to tribal it looks like josh would then be the swing vote because it looks like heidi and danny are pretty close and then matt and franny
1: right exactly and heidi said she wasn't working with josh too closely so it would be really smart of franny and matt to have an alliance with josh
0: before this episode we hadn't seen much of heidi or josh And then I love that for this episode at Tribal, it was like all the power went to Heidi. In Survivor, you can't just ride along all the time. Like, even if you're the person who's the least involved in the action or the gameplay, your vote matters. Like, Heidi was going to be the determiner of what happened to that vote. And then the next thing will happen to Josh, even if they're not like the main players.
1: Yeah, I totally agree that expect surprises or like who's going to end up working together or yeah, who's going to end up with the power. When they came back from Tribal at the very beginning of the episode and they were talking about Helen going, getting voted off, I actually thought about that too in terms of Sarah because she was talking about how dangerous Carson was and she was saying about how she trusted Carson the most out of the three of them, even though she knew how dangerous he was. So even though Carson seemed to have all the power last vote and he went with his crazy side, which I think was really funny because Carson does not seem Carson on a scale of crazy with Caroline and Jam Jam, like, no, but I think that Carson had all the power for last vote, but Carson could be at the bottom because if Caroline and Jam Jam really also agree that Carson is so dangerous, then I think that. Sarah might not be at the bottom,
0: yeah. Carson right now is reminding me of like a freshman in college who's like just trying to find his click. Like, am I with the the crazy theater kids or all theatrical, or am I with the quiet book nerds, like Sarah? But I think that's a good point that even though Sarah shouldn't trust Carson, she said she trusted him the most because that goes to show you how much connecting with someone just on a personal level can matter. And I also think you're right about Sarah not really being at the bottom because I don't think any of them trust Carson anymore. So that really worked out for Sarah. She kind of has to work that angle though. I'm not sure
1: that Sarah recognizes that. I think Sarah actually thinks she's at the bottom.
0: I feel like she is working it a little bit because she's kind of playing up the fact that like, oh, you should feel sorry for me. Like with Carson, Carson, she was like, well, your word means a little less right now. And like, I do think normally... When someone's closest Alliance member goes home, like Helen went home and then at this stage of the game, it's easy for just the next Alliance member to follow. Like it'd be easy for them to get rid of Sarah. So I do think it's working out for Sarah that they don't want to get rid of her. It's kind of like survivor luck right now is on Sarah's side in the way that like survivor bad luck is with Matt. Yeah, I totally agree. And honestly, I think Kane had
1: some survivor good luck too, that they haven't gone back to tribal since he sort of ended up out in the woods by himself. So I think he's gotten to assimilate more with the tribe. But can we talk about Jamie eating the worms? Like, was that crazy? They used to have challenges in Survivor where you had to eat bugs and worms and things. I'm not sure that they've ever shown someone doing it joyfully. Do, do you like her? Or are you criticizing her? I can't tell. I like her, but I just think, wow. And then Lauren did it and then Kane did it and they did it like as though they were like cheering. And then Matthew's in the background, just like these people are nuts. And I thought Matthew was the nutty one who was the mom with the YMCA director and he would, you know, climb mountains and fall off them. But he was not having any part of that worm.
0: Wait, that's so true is that everyone is kind of like a little nutty in some way because we thought it was just the purple tribe who was like that. We were like, ah, oh, this ragtag group. But like now we're seeing the orange tribe is like that. And the green tribe, like Danny's like spiraling in the woods. And obviously Matt and Fran, like the, everyone's a little kooky.
1: Yeah, maybe that's why it's so fun to watch. Um, I don't understand, though, again... Matthew's got a very unique strategy brain because like using the shot in the dark just so he didn't have to take a side, potentially stabbing or setting up your number one ally in the game. That's so confusing to me.
0: Are you talking about Brandon the first time? I'm talking about
1: how, well, yeah, I guess you're right that he kind of stabbed Brandon by not having his back and actually voting with him. But I'm talking about Matthew First of all, he found a hidden immunity idol, which we didn't get to see in real time. We just saw it because he made the fake idol and set Jamie up to find it when she was looking for more worms to eat. I didn't like how
0: they showed us a flashback of that. Like, put it in the episode like normal. Like, that's important stuff.
1: I know. I just think that there's so much going on and there's so much funness to watch that um, they don't have time. They should maybe extend this survivor season to 90 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do agree, though. Like, I do want to know where Matthew's loyalty really does land because, yeah, it seems like it wasn't with Brandon. He's like laughing that Kane's frantically looking for idols. And then, okay, we thought it was him and Jamie together, but then. He's kind of just going along with her craziness. Like, it doesn't seem like, I mean, he's just out for himself, which that's good. But I want to know who he's going to vote with.
1: I mean, you do need to have an alliance in Survivor, right? And he does literally seem to be playing the game as a total independent, which, like I said, that's a strategy we haven't seen before. So we'll have to see how it
0: works out for him. You know what else I thought was confusing? What? How excited Jeff is to point out their new gargoyle. I also thought that was interesting. It seemed like Jeff convinced production to buy that and then was like, hey, isn't it cool, guys? Guys, it's cool. Come on. Like he just wanted someone to acknowledge that his new prop was cool.
1: I think that Jeff is totally geeking out this season also.
0: Yes. And let it be known, I love when Jeff geeks out.
1: We love Jeff Probst.
0: (laughs) Like no other host is like this. (laughs) Okay, so I think that wraps up this episode and thank you all for listening and we will see
1: you next week. Can't wait for the next one. Bye. Bye.